Hi there. Welcome to A Creative Affair, a collection of conversations exploring creativity through the art of photography and other creative passions. I'm Bree. I'm a nature photographer living in Texas. I have a passion for learning, creating, completing goals, traveling, and relaxing with my family. Did that last week. When my when I met my husband, um, I didn't really enjoy trying new things. I mean, it was pretty young. <laughs> and um, but he's a real adventurer and has totally rubbed off on me. I have learned to do things I never would have dreamed of doing, like scuba diving. <laughs> I'm actually learning to be very comfortable and more confident. And recently, I camped alone for the first time ever by myself. Did I say that by myself? By myself. <laughs> yep. It was great, and I felt pretty awesome. I impressed myself. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, that's so impressive and uh, such a wonderful thing. Uh, I'm Len, uh, a visual artist with so many freedoms because I am lucky enough to make a living out of photography education rather than my art. This gives me a full artistic license to pursue creative photography without the need to pander to an audience and to sell my work. I don't have to um, think, is this going to sell or not? I tried being a commercial photographer uh, for a moment or two, and it just didn't fit with who I am as a person. Um, uh, So I I consider myself incredibly lucky. it's so exciting that you camped alone, Bree, and uh, alone usually means by yourself. So I'm glad that you sorted that out for us, and I'm I'm really by impressed. myself. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? I, I mean, remember I've, the... got, I've gone camping with other people. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but, but alone al- is a different story, right? I totally so. get it. Alone is amazing. Do you know? I remember the first time I was uh, ever alone in the wilderness, and I mean in the wilderness. I was with a group of people, and the loan bit comes later, but we were rafting the Franklin River, and that's a, a for us it was about a 25-day trip uh, in the wilderness on this river. And during the trip, we stopped at one spot, and my friends decided they wanted to hike up um, uh, a mountain. I can't remember. Oh, I've forgotten. The, oh, Frenchman's Cap and actually stay up in the hut overnight. And I turned around to my buddies and said, no, I'm staying here by myself because I've never sat in the wilderness totally alone before. And that was my first experience to be totally alone with um, no one for um, many, many kilometres and to feel that uh, beautiful soul connection with the wilderness. So I totally get it. And... uh, uh, I actually want to do um, some really long solo hikes one day, like, you know, 20-day ones or uh, three-month ones. Uh, uh, there's one that walks the full length of um, New Zealand, and I've got my hand up for that. And then maybe the um, Pacific Crest, is it called, or whatever it's called, the, the PA, that might be on my list as well, actually. The Pacific Crest Trail, which is the PCT, and then That's there's the, the AT, which is the Appalachian Trail, and then mm. there's one more, don't... Uh, there's one more. I don't. I don't know them all. Oh, there's lots, and they're all over the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so today 
we're talking about social media. What dun, a dun, what a dun. that's right. What a <laughs> wonderful subject for us to to get our to our teeth stuck into, and uh, uh, it's been one that just keeps surfacing up. That one that we we need to uh, address uh, because uh, for some of us uh, and me included, uh, it's caused anxiety and and problems, and yet. Uh, has brought um, incredible benefits uh, and learning uh, to use it and become at ease with it uh, uh, has been a, a, a bit of a long journey. Mm. Yeah, I can. I mean, I totally get that. So, well, let's start by talking about what different platforms of social media currently there are. Maybe when this comes out, they don't even exist. They've all blown up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what happens in, you know, <laughs> a few weeks. There might be a new one too. Right? Totally. Mm. So um, there's Facebook, I guess, which I've been on for a long time. But uh, there's also TikTok. I Is that a social media? Here's the thing. Is that a social media thing? I don't know. Yes. Are you yes, on TikTok? No. <laughs> me, me, me either. Okay. We can't talk about TikTok. You'll have to talk about it. Listeners, you have to talk about TikTok with your friends. Um, we, we don't, I know, I literally know nothing about it. So, uh, there's Instagram, which I know and love mostly, uh, Twitter, which I'm recently on and I'm getting to know. And Tumblr, uh, one we're going to, we should explore a bit further for, um, having our discussions, isn't it? It's apparently very good for Photography oh. discussions. Oh, Twitter? Yeah. You know, one thing we didn't list is Reddit. It's kind of a social media. People converse on there and chat. My husband's on Reddit. So um, people post questions and all kinds of things. So mm. are you on Tumblr? Uh, I was um, for a long time. And then uh, I, I bailed from Tumblr when they changed their terms and conditions at one, one point. Mm. Uh, I used to be on. Oh, I um, I used to be on Flickr, and uh, in the early days, uh, I, I used to have uh, quite a large following and uh, loved being on Flickr. And uh, when they changed their terms and conditions, I panicked and deleted my account and lost that wonderful work that I'd done in a moment of panic and also um, false news. <laughs> I listened to um, uh, someone and uh, I made a big mistake there, I think. But anyway, uh, Flickr's still going, isn't it? And uh, it's still there. Yeah. There's, a, there's yeah. even a new one there called um, Glass, which has only just um, been launched very recently. And it's dedicated, like Flickr, um, to photography. Well, Instagram was originally too, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. My question is with Glass, is it, uh, can you converse on there? Like, is it actual social media or from what I understand, you're just posting? Uh, people have discussions uh, around the photographs and uh, ah, okay. uh, they ask questions or they comment and you start commenting back and then you, all of the discussions are, are under particular photographs. Actually, not not too dissimilar to Instagram, uh, except that the feed isn't done by an algorithm. It's done by um, a, a straight timeline of who you follow. 
uh, like how it, it used to be in the good old days, in the old days of some of the others. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm, I'm actually curious. Um, are you on glass? Yes, I am. This one. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. But if any of the listeners have, uh, if, if you are more acquainted with glass, send, send us an email. I'd love to hear your experiences. So, um, it's, uh, what is it? Create at a creative affair podcast.com. I'd love to hear actually, mm. if you're, if you're on some social media site and you have a comment, we'd, we'd love to hear from you. I, I always see myself as a bit of an early adopter of, um, uh, these things, um, particularly the internet. And I actually lived in the middle East for a period for a university lecturing, uh, in how to teach. And, uh, I spent a lot of time on social media and, um, dating sites and all sorts of, uh, uh interesting places on the web. And, uh, <laughs> I, I do want to mention, <laughs> I do want to mention one in particular that I joined, uh, which was the large format photography forum. And, you know, we maybe don't think of that as social media, but as a forum, uh, it was incredibly helpful in my career as a photographer, or maybe the career is the wrong word, but in my development. Uh, and I made uh, a huge group of friends on there over time. And uh, um, everything was around posts, like when you're talking about Reddit. Uh, actually, I love the forum format software um, approach so much I use it in my own teaching. Uh, so I have a forum at Lens School for my students. Uh, so it's actually based around questions um, uh, and posts rather than um, around photographs in a sense, and your photographs come in it. Uh, but within the photography forum, this particular one, we did things like print swaps. We'd all post prints to one person and they'd um, repackage them and send you everyone else's work. And I've got this beautiful, huge collection of prints from there. And uh, it was a very highly specialised. And in those days, there were less trolls and bullying. We were very, very supportive of each other. And through that, I actually made some wonderful friends. And uh, it solved all my woes uh, about large format photography and, uh, you know, developing film and setting up a dark room and printing my own work and all those sort of things. So, uh, that was a, an incredibly special um, social media platform for me. It sounds like... Um it sounds like part of what made it special was the community aspect. Like you are focused on, you know, uh, one aspect of art, you know, large format film photography. And so you all kind of have that in common and you can talk and, and, um, and I, I think that's maybe what makes these kind of things like a forum or social media, uh, it can make it really special because of this, the, the, the community that we, um, that we can get from it. And I, I can think of one, um, I, you know, I'm sure there are communities all over the place for all different kinds of art. I can think of one for photography, which is, um, nature photographers network work, which is still going. Were you, were you on that one, Len? Were you uh, on that no, one, nature? I wasn't. Okay. 
Yeah. So nature photographers network has been around for a long time. And then it's kind of been revamped by, um, uh, David Kingham and Jennifer Renwick, um, a couple of really fantastic photographers, but they've taken it over and, um, and it's going. So, uh, any photographers, nature photographers, go check that one out. Um, I, I encourage you. It's, it's a really, it's actually a nice forum. You can get feedback, which we're going to talk about feedback in an upcoming podcast episode, right? Oh, I can't um, wait for that one. <laughs> right. Me too. Me too. I'm, I'm formulating, right? But that, and I think feedback actually goes a lot with, uh, can go along with this social media. So we'll, we'll weave that in a little bit, but, um, but uh, there, there are, it's that community, right? Where you can share and, and, and have people share with you and, and you can, you know, j- discuss. And I think that's a beautiful, a really beautiful part of social media. Um, um, this, uh, it's really fascinating that you pick that point up. Uh, it seems to be that the size of the community matters. And there is theories about how big a, a network that you can actually manage and hold as a group of friends. Um, uh, I'd actually have to look that up to to get the numbers there. But the the bigger the community and the more general it is, the harder it is to survive in it. And the the more smaller it is and more specific and targeted uh, that group is. And like a you know a, a lot of social media have groups uh, that are quite small and they're closed off. And and in there there is actually um, beautiful thriving communities and uh, they also exist on um, Instagram uh, through hashtags too don't they as well but those are kind of open to the public um, yes so yes and but I, like I know on Facebook there are groups there are private groups and um, you know, so that's a really amazing way to communicate with people it seems like when you're more focused you don't have uh Oh, I, I think I lost my train of thought, but I think it, it, because it brings you together for one purpose. And when you open up something to everyone, it, it ends up diluting the, what you're trying to talk about because, you know, because you can't get very specific. Maybe, maybe that's part of it. A common goal. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's really important that when you're working with people and supporting them, that um, the clearer the common goal, the easier it is to stay together and to stay focused. That's just a quite simple teamwork leadership sort of thing, isn't it? That um, staying focused is easier um, uh, the more specific it is that we're the thing that we're working on or uh, working towards. So uh, I think that's a very natural thing that the more specific the group is uh, within, the easier it is. Yeah. And... You know, uh, one thing that I put on my social media today to prep for this, <laughs> I did a big Insta story with like multiple questions and uh, quite a few people answered these, which I find really fantastic. Um, and so one of the things that was mentioned over and over and over again was that sense of community, right? Um, see, I, I asked the question, well, one of the questions I asked, we'll talk about some multiple some other ones, was what do you like or dislike about the social media platforms that you use? And someone says, I like, no, love the connection I've made with other photographers. I mean, that's my community, right, as photographers. I met, this person says, I met some incredible people where we all have something in common. We are passionate about no matter what our background is from. 
And that's exactly what we're talking about. That's what brings us together. And that's what makes this social media um, so amazing because like you can have a quick conversation. I do this all the time, have a quick direct message conversation with someone in uh, the Netherlands, which I did today, or you, I could do it with you in Australia or um, someone in Oregon. I mean, it really is a fantastic and amazing thing. And when in doing that little conversation, there's so much intrinsic reward, isn't it, of um, helping someone or being helped from some uh, a stranger's um, beautiful kindness. And uh, it could even not even just be in a supportive manner or it could be around a technical thing or um, uh, there's so many different ways uh, to do that. But uh, we get so much from that uh, helping and supporting each other, don't we, in, intrinsically as, as human beings, I believe. Right. Now, I do have to say I know someone um, that that's, has quite a lot of followers and if they post something on their Insta story, I'm probably going to talk about Instagram a lot because that's what I'm, I mean, I've been on Facebook, but most recently I've been on Instagram and, and this person has mentioned how they get these direct messages with people saying terrible things. And, and so there is that aspect. If you, um, once your audience kind of gets wider and you open yourself up as a public person, uh, to, um, to being known by so many people, I can't imagine people who have like millions of followers, right. Um, Mm -hmm. what kind of direct messages, maybe they just don't even accept direct messages. Right. But there is, there can be a a lot of negativity, um, within the social media too. So, so there is kind of this one side where it's, where we have this, where we can be supportive and positive and build each other up. And I can send someone a direct message today, you know, and say how much I love their work. I put someone's work on my Insta story today, and a, a beautiful project that he did and shared three images. And um, and I think he's a wonderful uh, cheerleader for the community. Um, and so, you know, I, I want to share that too. I want to be an example of that too. It's a... Uh... It is a. It can be a, a fascinating two-edged sword, can't it? That it uh, can be uh, incredibly supportive. It can be a, a wonderful um, way to uh, feel loved um, and uh, uh, to to express ourselves. But it can have these uh, negative effects, and uh, I think that's only just scratching the iceberg. Uh, having. Uh, um, People write to you with with saying terrible things. Uh, uh, there's so many other dangers involved in it, isn't there? It's uh, uh, quite a scary world. And there's also the the glamorous side, isn't it? That uh, that maybe attracts some people into there, wanting to be uh, insta famous, as they say, and uh, uh, have that glamorous lifestyle that uh, uh, a public figure appears to have. Uh, and we know that's actually not true. Is that even like, I look at those and I'm like, is that fake? Is that even real? Like, tell me what real life is. Right. Um, but also it works with art too, that we see 
what we see may not be even real or people are just putting out images that they think so many people, um, so many people with likes. I mean, I mean, one of the things that we wanted to talk about a little bit or touch on was this out al- the algorithm. That's the, some of the comments that I got from, from listeners was, um, and I'm calling them listeners. They were my friends. I hope they're listening too. <laughs> so, so, uh, so one of my friends said, um, that he really dislikes that everything we consume on social media has been selected by an algorithm that some company has spent billions of dollars on to keep us scrolling so they can make more ad money. So it kind of benefits those people who were making art that fits some sort of, in some sort of like special Insta famous box, right? So if you do that, then you can get more likes and more followers. And I mean, I have, I have some things to say about that too, but, um, it it might, you might not be even, these people might not even be really creating the, the art that speaks to them. Um, that's incredibly scary, isn't it? That, um, uh, actually that, uh, advertising, uh, and, uh, revenue drives the algorithm to sell more and more product uh, as we go through. And this is fascinating, Brie, because uh, John Berger even talks about this in Ways of Seeing in a book in the 70s about uh, how uh, mass media uh, is going to uh, change the way that we consume art. And uh, what we're seeing today, and his some of his words are... Uh, uh, amazing foresight for the time uh, for something that uh, hadn't even come about yet uh, that we're seeing today that uh, do we want an algorithm to curate our art galleries of the future and uh, Instagram and, and these social medias are the, the current art galleries and uh, are dictating uh, what is seen as being popular at the moment to not to everybody, but to perhaps the masses. And I, I don't, um, well, to the people that go there. And uh, uh, one of the biggest things that's missing out of this is is active curation, isn't it? The works aren't so. being curated. Right. Well, they're and being curated by an algorithm for money reasons. Like, well, they are being curated. Like, sorry. <laughs> well, that I... I feel a little bit sad about it because I know that there, I know that there are people that I like follow on Instagram that I'm not seeing all their work. So sometimes I will actually go on and say, Oh, I, I actually, I miss seeing this person's work and go on and find I've missed four posts and they're all interesting. They have something interesting to say. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to spend some time now and, you know, sit with all of this and respond because that's how I like to do social media. Um, the other, talking about curation, uh, one of our listeners said, um, like, because I asked when, what is something good you've experienced because of social media? And this person said that uh, they've realized, well, This person says, I've realized I enjoy experiencing photography on artists' websites rather than on their Instagram accounts. I mean, this is about kind of about curation, right? um, This person says, I enjoy the long form experience. Some artists even have longer write-ups or blogs. Um, I know someone who does like a, a voice 
uh, or there's a couple people who just do like a voice memo, right? Like uh, a little recording to go with it. Um, so, uh, let's see, where did I leave off? Some Um, artists even have longer write-ups or blogs where I can read more than what I can in the, what I can in than what I can in the scroll style format, like Instagram. I can also see their art larger. Instagram is so tiny, even, even on all of these other social media sites, like Facebook compresses it. Twitter is okay, but not still not amazing. Right. Um, And this person says it's more of an immersive experience. I also enjoy seeing how artists design their website, the layout, how it's organized, color palette. It's like visiting someone's home. I love to see their personality come through. It makes the experience much more enjoyable while viewing their art. I can't tell you I love that so much. (laughs) That is such a beautiful thing for them to say. And uh, uh, I'm so impressed that they found that and... uh, uh, for us, for for me as an artist, uh, uh, the curation of my own work and uh, how it is uh, 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 explored and played with and enjoyed is very much a part of that process. Uh, one of my favourite um, ways of uh, curating um, uh, and keeping up to date with things is using an RSS feeder and actually following particular artists uh, through their blogs and actually seeing their photographs come up and and then going and checking them out when they tickle my fancy. And uh, I know for me personally, the best way to actually um, follow me would be to um, be a part of my newsletter. And um, that's not a promotion, but uh, because I write in it, and share photographs, uh, that outward expression of putting out work actually follows my thinking on a daily basis or, or, or weekly or whenever it goes out. And I really love following that in other people as well. And uh, that's allowing the artist to curate it. And uh, I think you're really onto something. And uh, people might say, uh, you know, having a, your own personal website today is a, uh, isn't as important as having a social media account. But I would agree with you saying that it, this is the place to really explore someone's uh, um, heartfelt, beautiful work in the way that it's meant to be um, seen. And also what's important to the artist. So uh, that's a beautiful comment, Brie. I I can see why you feel so heartfelt for it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like I, I, I mean, personally, I would rather see art in 3D, like live with my eyes, right? Which is why going to a gallery is so beautiful. (laughs) Seeing the brush strokes and the sculptures in person. I mean, you you can't replace that, right? Um, But for me, the next best thing is actually going on someone's website and and seeing their work presented in the way that they want to. Um, And, you know, like I, I love actually subscribing to people's newsletters and they send, you know, they'll send me when they like put out a new blog post and I'll go out and read it. And then you can usually, you can comment on those, but going back to social media, if you use social media as a place to discover people, right. And, um, and use that as a jumping off point to see the rest of their work, um, I think that's a beautiful way to do it. And because that, that's some of the ways that, I mean, that's one of the things that I do. I like, I like going on people's profiles, seeing what they've done on their, on their Instagram account. And then I have to think, I know this isn't their, this may or may not be their best work. 
Cause I don't know how everyone does. So like they're like, and I'm just talking about social, I'm Instagram, but like <laughs> your feed with all of those photos, it may not be someone's best work. I know mine isn't. Well, I mean, I have some of my best things on there, right? Cause those are fun to share too. Right. How do you, how do you do that, Lynn? Uh, I struggle with that in um, my own work because I have uh, photos of my son and my cat. Um, not my cat, my dog, Momo. And um, uh, they... <laughs> Maybe she is a cat. <laughs> no, it's a he. I'm and, just kidding. Uh, oh, yeah, he. That's right. <laughs> but he's smaller than a cat, actually. And if I got a cat, he would be dwarfed. But um, they actually get more likes, but that's another whole story for what I would consider my good work. But I, 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 I use it for that as well. I um, When I... When I find photographs that I really stand out for creativity and enjoyment, uh, I follow them uh, back to their um, their page, and I, I scroll through and have a look. And uh, sometimes I'll start commenting and loving, and uh, very quickly I'll go straight to I'll go to see if there's links to their website. And, and wander through there. And uh, I've been using that as a way of uh, finding content for Lens Journal uh, for my um, limited edition magazine. Uh, so uh, one image just sparks me and then uh, it, it leads me on into a maybe a, like a little bit stalkerish journey into <laughs> finding out who this person is. And as an artist, that's what we want, isn't it? We want people... Um, uh, to be interested, or maybe we don't want to, but uh, by putting it out there, we're inviting people to do that. And uh, I know that that's something I enjoy uh, doing myself. Uh, speaking of being stalkerish, well, this isn't stalkerish of me, maybe, <laughs> but um, I, I've done the same thing too. And recently I recently I found at least, uh, I re, I'm just talking um, this one particular photographer uh, that I became newly acquainted with. And I, I, I scrolled through, I mean, he has a lot of posts, but I scrolled through all of his work and then went on his website and I'm, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in love. Like, and so this is where it gets tricky because I found myself kind of, Longing, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, like loving the work, but also secretly wishing that I had created it, right? <gasps> and so, right. I know. I know. But see, but th this is where this is where we go. This is where my head goes. Is when I find myself doing that, and then I'm like, oh, maybe my work, blah, <gasps> is I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm gasping and, 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 and having a heart attack here because I know and I feel this and, and this is my great fear and uh, the problem that I have with social media is when I start comparing myself to other people's work and uh, uh, how much stress that causes me and uh, uh, anxiety and, and uh, bad feelings. Uh, it's such a terrible thing and yet um, there's these other moments of uh, oh, that's so beautiful. And yes, I wish I created it, but the, you don't do the comparison with your own work, but you're able to separate it out and, and uh, uh, think, wow, isn't that person just so amazing? And uh, uh, congratulations. And uh, uh, if there's anything I could do to help push you along, um, well, not push you, but uh, encourage you or help you on your journey, <laughs> just reach out because uh, I, I think you're going in just the most amazing way. And uh, it's quite fascinating that the, our head 
holds those two head games together and uh, it almost feels like it's random when it picks one of them as opposed to the other one. (laughs) I know. And so what I did, though, is I was like, okay, I found myself like thinking and feeling like a little uh, kind of a, a little bit yucky after I had felt so amazing about finding his work. And then I had to remember and remind myself that he is a unique artist. And also, so am I. If I was in the exact same place with all the exact same equipment, I would have created something totally different than him. Mm. And that's what makes art subjective, but it also makes it really special. And, and um, that's what makes each of us unique is our vision. And so then I had to like step back and get out of my head and remind myself that it's, it's okay. Like, Everybody has their own unique vision, and I have one too. It's all fine. I can totally appreciate it. So that's that's my mental work. That's the mental work that a little bit that I did. Um, so you know, but I don't make it a secret. I love social media. I I mean, it has the word social in it. So. <laughs> <laughs> And if there was a dance floor on there, you'd be on it, wouldn't you? Um, standing I, up I there. So, I bet maybe I do stage, dance maybe. while I look. <laughs> yeah, maybe I do dance while I look on social media. Um, so one of our listeners actually said something really funny. Um, uh, this person said, "Oh gosh, I gotta, I gotta find it. I have a whole. I, I created a whole sheet of of this stuff. Oh, there's um, so many wonderful comments there, isn't I there? know. Oh, the, so I asked, why do you use social media? And this person said, I use social media because I would feel really weird and hermity <laughs> if I just created photos and mostly kept them to myself. <laughs> I feel like I have to put them out there for them to be complete. I think that's an interesting concept, right? That that some of us just feel the need to share with people around us. Um, Is it a? Do you think that's about um, finishing, completing, sort of thing? Um, uh, like when I do a print, um, there's a moment when I choose to sign it, and it's a it's a definite moment in my mind where I say. This is finished to the point that I'm happy enough to put my name on it. And I wonder if there's actually an equivalence there with social media. Um, when I post it, I'm willing to share where it's up to and actually um, say, hey, uh, I'm not, maybe it's not finished, but um, I would like to show you where I'm thinking about this right at this point and putting it out into the world. Can I guess? Are you, are you saying I'm satisfied with this work? Like this is my work and I'm really satisfied to show the world. Maybe I change it later, right? Yeah, Maybe of course it's not we can quite change it. To- we can always change it. I, I think that's, that's, another, um, that's another aspect to social media is, you know, looking at someone's feed. It might not be full, complete, you know, maybe I've seen some some people recently say, I re-edited this. It's not a big deal, Mm. right? I posted one today. I'm totally going to go and make it into a monochromatic um, (laughs) image. I know you love that. Oh yeah. It's my favorite. (laughs) I am full color. I am full color. It's soft, but it's full color. And Lynn is also, he's it, there's some color in it, right? It's a sepia, yeah, right? Oh, that's yeah. that's your thing. Even if you look on YouTube, do how we posted these on YouTube, that you can see <laughs> Len. I am in full color, and Len is not. 
So. That's right. I'm, I'm more black and white. Well, actually, I'm not really right. at all black and white. But um, uh, I, I wish there was a, um, a replace button in, in social media. And uh, I say that in jest because there's so many times I've posted a, an artwork and then a, a week later I'm going, oh, and then I do a tweak. And sometimes that tweak happens, you know, 30 seconds after I do it for some strange reason. And then uh, uh, wouldn't it be nice to replace it with the latest version? But uh, yes. you can't do that, so you do another one. And uh, At least on, it's really on Instagram lovely. you can't, right? On Instagram you can't. On Facebook you probably could get away with it. I posted one a few weeks ago that had a crooked horizon, and I was like, oh, that's like... <laughs> but if... If no one noticed, don't go look through my feet. But if if anyone noticed, they didn't say anything. How nice of people! <laughs> oh, you know, um, uh, crooked horizons have a, an incredibly long history in art, and uh, it's quite a special thing. And they're used in movies uh, to indicate to the um, viewer that things are a little bit unsettled. So, but on uh, purpose, having... right? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> And I, I wish I could actually remember the title of what it's actually called, but um, I, I've, uh, the name's gone over the top of my head right at this very second. But anyway, I'll get back to you on that one, Brie. Um, okay. Intentional okay. Crooked Horizons. <laughs> There's probably a Japanese word for it. I find uh, uh, just a little side note, you and I chatted. Um, I actually have been trying to keep track of some different uh, languages and some, I just barely started. So like three things um, and special things that other languages have to describe things that maybe the English language doesn't. And I find that really fascinating. So um, oh. anyway, just that's just a side note. Maybe maybe another language has that crooked hor- a name for a crooked horizon, special name. Oh if yeah, you know, it's called it. Let us know. It's called a Dutch angle. Oh, it was the Dutch. It's Maybe a the Dutch, Dutch angle, have a special name. <laughs> and it's a technique we use in filmmaking as well. But um, it's great fun because it upsets people. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, right? it feel, makes us feel uncomfortable, a bit queasy, and sometimes we want to have that feeling in our art, don't we? Or um, it also adds movement, and that's another whole thing that it drags the viewer's eye uh, around the image by having a, an angle in there. But that's a whole different topic, so we should right. uh, get back. That's really, that's really interesting because, you know, um, it just goes to show you that seeing an image, what you think it should look like, maybe was not intended by the artist. And so having those conversations, I'm finding that on social media, I'm really enjoying having the conversations. And a lot of people that messaged me, you know, that responded to my questions actually said they really enjoy the conversation and it's called social media, right? Mm. And and for me, it's not just the connection, but the, the conversations are what make the connection and asking the questions instead of maybe going out and criticizing, we ask the questions. Um, we we engage people in the conversation, which is why we encourage our listeners to also chat with each other. Like I think this this is a beautiful way that we can all make connections with each other, and we need that as people. Hmm. It, um, it's absolutely fascinating. Uh, an artwork as an artist. We can't control what the viewer thinks about our artwork ever. 
and it's really ridiculous to think that we could. We can make suggestions. Uh, we all have our own relationship with an artwork, but what it says and speaks to, to different people is going to be so, so unique to each um, particular viewer. And uh, yet photography is really unique in this way because it presents itself as real and uh, the people looking at it um, skip the artist and, and just go to a sense of place and reality that we see in the image and and, uh, and often miss out on um, uh, a bit of the artist in that process. Uh, but um, social, yeah, media is the, <laughs> social media is a, a great place to have this discussion as to what it actually does and, and says to me, uh, I know as a learner and particularly as a teacher, uh, encouraging people to find out how their artwork works for other people is an incredibly important learning experience. And uh, uh, some of that is, is gaining uh, uh, beautiful feedback about how you're going and, uh, and feeling warm and fuzzy from people loving it. And then also understanding that uh, what, a, what artwork, uh, what a singular artwork might do in one person um, might trigger something totally different in, in someone else and actually bring back um, bad memories or feelings and stuff. And I think that's an incredibly fascinating uh, thing to play with. And social media is is great because it is about conversation, isn't it? As you said, I it's hope all so anyway. about conversations. <laughs> right, and we hope so, which is like, so here's one of the things that we wanted to talk about was the negative stuff about social media. And and can we just talk about the likes? Because those are, that's <laughs> kind of like, that's kind of like an almost an anti-conversation. Okay. I, I'm, I'm guilty of this. I go on, I go on social media and I like, 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 right. And then I do it, but I do engage. I, I make a, I make a concerted effort because I like it so much to, to do the engaging, but I also do the liking, but there's some point where the likes like become what, when we see the like, like, like today I posted, right. And I actually said something really interesting like, or, well, that's for you to decide. I thought it was interesting. Um, Bray, you always but- <laughs> say interesting things. Cap. We're going to pull you up on that one right away, right now. <laughs> well, I thought it was interesting. interesting. <laughs> you guys get to decide if it's interesting. Uh, what is it? November 30th, go back to November 30th and see what you think. Um, of 2021. <laughs> Maybe it's still there. Um, so, but you know, like I'm watching the likes and I have to remember and remind myself that the likes don't necessarily mean that that's what my art is worth. And so that's where we can kind of, that's where we can have a problem and have some negative experiences with social media. When we take the amount of likes or maybe our followers, and for sure we're talking about, I mean, Twitter, we have followers too. And and I mean, like there's likes there too. Um, but when we take those numbers and we turn it into those numbers equal our value as an artist, that's mm. really where we run into problems, isn't it? Like, and that is all a mental game. Likes, like, come on, likes, numbers of likes do not mean anything, really. But we all think that does. And inst- and all of these social media sites tell us that it does, right? It's, they're, 
they've got something going. We're all conditioned, right, to to believe to kind of believe this. And so I personally think it's really important to step out of that and remember that likes are just a number. It doesn't change and mean anything about your value as an artist, whether or not your art is good, um, or anything like that. Is this a good uh, time? Go ahead. Go ahead. It's, Lynn. A, it's like a, it's a misplaced feedback is what you're suggesting here that, uh, uh, it's it's not a real metric that's uh, 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 valuable for us as an artist. Is, is is that what you're you're pointing towards there? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because if you you, I would rather have someone, an artist that I really value their opinion, comment on my image, and say something really meaningful about what it meant to them. That's important to me, right? And, um, I've had a few of those where I'm like, oh, I got to save this one because that was really amazing for me to get that feedback from someone. Right. Um, but also the negative feedback too. And we briefly, we touched on that too, but, but it's the likes, the like count people like it. That's great. It Mm -hmm. just means they press the heart. (laughs) That's all. (laughs) The function of the like button is actually to train the algorithm. And yeah. that's why it's important for the social media companies to have uh, a like button because uh, through the through that feedback, and it's something that you don't have to do in person because you can see someone smile or, or lean towards an artwork and uh, uh, that conversation is so much easier to have. But in uh, the electronic world, that like button um has an incredibly important purpose for making money for the the company and for us as artists um, uh, I, I think that step of taking away likes on on artworks um, uh, and images uh, was a, an incredibly good step because uh, it removed some of that worry about comparing ourselves to other people um, and I think that comparison. Uh, causes a lot of that negativity. And there's so much research on how um, uh, bad for uh, us uh, social media can be, isn't there? And, uh, of course, there's the court cases going on uh, when that social media companies have known this for a very long time and yet they uh, proceed to take our money from us um, and to make money and put the finances and profits before people which is a terrible, terrible, scary thing. It is. And, and right now, like I, I even asked like what you would change and some people, you know, a few people talked about what they would do to make better. And at the end we can talk about what we would wish for social media. Um, but there's not any real like good solutions right now. I even listened to a podcast that they were talking about it and there really aren't a lot of good solutions um, because we are the we are the actual product that they use to advertise to, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that the more time with that they can get our eyeballs on the screen, the better it is, right? The more money that they can make. So, um, so it's all about finding a little bit of a balance and figuring out, I mean, usually these are free, like Instagram is a free platform. You don't have to pay any money to be on it, right? And there are a lot of great things about it, but we ha- we get to decide how we want to use it. Can I 
can I talk about briefly about, um, maybe not so terribly briefly about, um, while we're talking about, uh, some negative aspects of it, I, I'd like to share a client experience with comparison, if that's okay. I think it's the perfect time, break. Super. Um, by the way, I, so I, I wanted to share this experience I had with a client. And um, just so you know, um, I, I keep everything confidential in my coaching practice. And I would, I, I would never share any very specifics about a client um, or even share their like gender or their name or anything about uh, a person. But for in this one in particular, I thought it was very, it's, it's something that, that a lot of us deal with and, um, it's very pertinent to a lot of us. So I'm going to keep it, uh, I will, I will keep it nonspecific, right? Um, but this, I, I met with this client and they mentioned, um, in, in the start of our session, they mentioned that they were about to, you know, hop off Instagram and be done with it. And I was curious cause I love being curious. So I got a little curious about why. And they said it was because whenever they went on there, they just saw amazing work and they started feeling really terrible about their own work meaning they were you know they were comparing them their work to the work of someone else and the thought in my work what what I do is I try and pull out the the thinking that's going along with it so we can really figure it out what's happening in our minds. Here we go again, right? This is all about our brains. Just so you know, all of this about social media, it's all about our brains, how we want to use it, right? It's just a thing. It's just a site, an app. It doesn't really do anything, but it's it is all of our brains. So um okay, where where was I? So but the thinking was is that my work isn't good enough. And like, why do we want to think that? Why do we want to get on social media and see someone's work that's amazing, that we deem and think it's amazing, right? So this client was getting on there and then thinking that their work was not good enough. Do we, and, um, do, we do that when we go into an art gallery? Sure. Do we? we? We go and look at other people's art in an art gallery and go, oh, my work isn't anywhere near as good as this. Uh, I'm no good. You know, maybe there's a and maybe there's a mindset that we go into an art gallery with that's different than social media. Ah, so again, it's back to mindset, isn't it? Oh, always. You know. <laughs> oh, well, of course I know. <laughs> I mean, did I have I'm, to tell you? <laughs> I'm steering so, you off in this direction just to remind you. <laughs> That's right. the point of the story, isn't it? It's about our mind. <laughs> right. And so what we did, uh, this is the amazing thing. This is the this is the mindset changing stuff. Okay. So, so I asked this client, so we went through kind of a little model about what that all looked like and what this, what was happening for this person when they were thinking their art wasn't good enough, how they were feeling, all the things that they're doing. They want to turn off Instagram. They're discounting their work, right? All of those things. And I asked them like, what do you want from social media? Like, what do you want to have happen? And they said, they want to be inspired. And I, I agree. Like, so they said they want to be inspired. So you know what we did? We did a whole thing on 
what we what this person wanted to be thinking, we figured it out, what they wanted to be thinking when they went on social media, and then I gave them an assignment to go on social media a whole bunch of times before our next session, right? So so here's the thing. It's being really intentional with how we think. And so when this person wanted, when they when they were going to feel inspired, they had a different way of thinking on when they were going on social media. Just a thought to replace that that like my work isn't good enough. Like I can enjoy, um, I don't remember what the thought was. I don't, I don't have my notes up, but it was, it it could be like, um, if I was doing it for me and I have done this before, I have struggled with this exact same thing. And I, the reason I'm sharing this is because there's a lot of you shaking your heads. Yes. I have thought this exact same thing before too, right? My work isn't good enough because I'm looking at someone else's that I think is amazing. And it's super helpful to go and do these things intentionally and have some thoughts that will create positive feelings for us in an intentional way. Like, I am really inspired by this person's art. Um, who knows if I'll... And here's the thing. We get to decide how good our work is. That's the whole thing. No one else gets to decide the good. It's always us. And so if we decide our work is great, it's good now, I'm satisfied with it. It might be better in the future, and that's super amazing too, right? We all get to decide those things. Um, so I just think mm-hmm. being intentional with the, with her thoughts going into social media, which is kind mm-hmm. of intentional when you go uh, talking about being intentional when you go into like an art gallery. That's why I'm saying it might be a different mindset, a different yeah, it's thought a different when intention. you go in. And uh, the sense of place takes us to a, a different intention as well. Uh, I think we can be slower. It's designed for a little bit of slow um, ingestion yeah, versus the uh, scroll and like... <laughs> And there's also those beautiful moments that you have on there where you can think to yourself, oh, I can do better than this too. And that can also be an uplifting thing. Uh, And that's also subjective. (laughs) I was thinking as you were saying all that, that um, uh, there's some really good things you can do uh, uh, to help uh, make sure that um, artwork is inspiring to you. And um, thinking about how you would actually do it isn't the right thing. analyzing and working out why it speaks to you and and what is it about the artwork that is is giving you certain feelings and analyzing it and um you know we talked before about um you know stealing and those sort of things and uh, what you would be um a good thing to do might be uh, is uh, analyze uh, perhaps it's the color palette that's dragging you in and so you can actually uh, intentionally figure out what that color palette is and then take that away as something that you might go and play with or even to think about your own work in, in color palette or it might be uh, uh, in terms of composition, it might be the, the, the lines that the person's used. And like, oh, that's really exciting. I'm going to go and play with lines uh, like that as well. So uh, uh Instead of just making a judgment that that, um, uh, puts a wall up against ourselves where we start comparing, uh, I think sitting with artworks that inspire you and studying them is an incredibly uh, important way forward. And social media gives us a way to do that. 
so, so readily, so accessible. It's in our pocket. Uh, right. And we can pull out this uh, amazing art gallery um, that we know is curated by robots. So we've got to actively work around that to make sure that we're actually finding the inspirations and, and not picking up the negative things. And uh, I suppose a lot of that's about technique, isn't it? Uh, and also um, mindset. And yes, and I was just thinking if we um, if we had like an action item that you could do to get yourself in this kind of place would be two things. One would be just to slow down. Maybe this is a good reminder to myself. Um, it's just to slow down and it's for sure go on and like, but then slow down. When you see someone has a comment that might be interesting, just take the time. To go check that out and read what they have to say. Um, and so maybe slow down and and enjoy and also get really curious. I think when we're more curious, that will take away some of the judgment and like comparison and just being curious about what the artist was thinking or um, why they created it or what's interesting to you. That that will that will put you in a totally different space than all of mm. those all of those other negative things. I've got a good point for myself on this one. I know, I notice I use uh, uh, the phone and uh, the social media as uh, a filler for moments of, of space. And I would be much better off um, setting aside a, a period of time uh, and intentionally sitting down and going, oh, I wonder what inspirations I can find in there uh, today and then put it down and walk away from it. And uh, uh, instead of using it as a uh, this moment of entertainment to, to fill my mind with uh, thoughts every moment of the day, and uh, I think that's my own problem with it there. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's many of our, I mean, many of us have that same problem. I like that you said that, Lynn, because I, I think you've told me too before that you sit and you have all of these books and you'll just sit and like take one in or take a part of one in. And that sounds like the same thing to me, right? Only it's with our phones. So everything mm. seems a little bit faster because we can just scroll and like. Yeah. Right? I have all my um, uh, notifications on my phone turned off so that uh, when I uh, – when I check up on my communications, it's an intentional moment of checking up on them, like checking my email rather than, oh, another one's just arrived and I get distracted with what it says and suddenly having to do something. Uh, it's a, something that I come to at a moment when I, I'm ready and I want to deal with it and uh, I sit down and I attend my emails or and then I let them build up again and then I'll do that same process at another time. And uh, I think that's an incredibly valuable idea that can be brought across to social media as well, uh, it, making it an intention. And yeah. uh, as you said, um putting your mindset into it, what am I actually doing it for and what am I going to get out of it? And then uh, how am I going to get out of it? And uh, the social constructs are incredibly important to us today and it allows us to meet people and to connect um, with similar ideas, values, interests uh, from all over the world. Well, just look at us, Bree. Here we are connected from opposite sides of the world. I know it's... Um, 
completely amazing, right? It is. It's, it's so exciting. <laughs> so one of the other things that uh, we wrote down here was some of the problems um, that, well, that I, that I wrote down. We, so we talked about comparison. Um, you know, we talked about the likes, right? Letting others decide for us if our art is good or not. Um, and another thing is thinking that we have to use it, right? Like um, one of our listeners commented, social media is a necessary evil, and so, um, and, and here we are saying all the, like there, we're, we're saying that there are negatives to it, but there are also many positives. And I would say like, if that, if that is how you want to look at social media, you totally can, that it's a necessary evil, but we, here's the thing. We all have the choice whether or not we want to use it. I mean, I, I've, Met photographers. I've met people that aren't even on social media, and I'm so confused about that. <laughs> so how are they not on social media? <laughs> how did you meet them? Right? <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe in person. Right? Oh wow! What was that like? <laughs> Seems oh so gosh, long I'm ago. in Texas. Remember? <laughs> Amazing, because it's in person. I like that. Um, so, but I think sometimes it can feel like this, like necessary evil. Um, and whenever I hear that, I would just plead with you to remember you have all of the choices. You get to decide how you want to how you want to think about and use social media, right? Maybe the evil part is the algorithm. We don't love it, right? And but we the wanna, addiction, right? And the addiction. And I have to say one other thing that you were talking about, just the c- picking up the phone. I will sometimes use my phone to scroll through social media when I'm like avoiding doing something. Like, <laughs> Do you avoid doing things, Brie? Ah, yes. I'm going to put that on the list then. <laughs> things totally. to watch out for. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm avoiding stuff. Gotta That's avoid right. I'm going to make a note of that notes. for our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to talk to Lynn. Scroll social media. <laughs> I'm kidding. That would never happen or never happen. Um, but so sometimes we can use it like that. And so we kind of feel like it's, it's like, then, then we kind of actually think it's bad because it suckered us in and we've now it's our own fault, right? It's not social media's fault that, that we've used it as a way to like totally procrastinate and avoid something. But like, that's, that's one of the reasons we're talking about this is like, why figure out why you want to use social media? Like, why do you, um, why do you use it? Because we all have our reason that we go on the app or go online and get on Facebook, get on TikTok, whatever, whatever social media thing, your platform you're using, right? We all have our reasons why we're doing it. Um, so why are you, why also, can I share mine? We can, we can go, we have notes, but we can go in whatever order we want. I'm going to share mine. This is why I use mine. I want to meet, I, this, I wrote it down so I wouldn't get like crazy to me. I want to meet and interact with new people and people that I like value their opinions. So I want that sense of community where we share and I want to get inspired just like my client. Like I totally want to be inspired. Um, and, and I, love that. I will go on specific accounts and uh, like click on their website. I sometimes use it as a platform to jump off websites, right? And I just want to be inspired. What an amazing way to, to do that. And I also use it too to share my own work. 
Maybe it's not. Maybe I don't think it's like perfect. That's okay. Right. But I like sharing my work and I like sharing my thoughts and it's a way for me to express myself. So sorry if you can hear that, um, that notification. Uh, it's a way for me to express myself, um, out there to the world. So I really, I really enjoy that. How about you, Lynn? Uh, I'm, I like being in front of people <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm a bit of a show off and uh, maybe I shouldn't admit that, but uh, of course I am as an artist. Uh, there's so much, I, I make work for myself, uh, but I get such a kick out of showing people and uh, having an interaction from it and uh, uh, feeling um, something from from posting it and putting it out there, uh, much in the same way as having an exhibition. So uh, a lot of my um, drive on social media is to share work. And it's funny because I don't share it enough um, and I'm and, uh, uh, quite tentative about the work that I share on there instead of being uh, brazen and consistent and regular. And that's something that I need to work on. Uh, but the, the biggest value for me is the communication and educational side of it is that uh, I can learn so much uh, through the interactions from people that share um, uh, some common ideas, um, some common interests, and find out what's inspiring them, uh, uh, who to look at. Uh, it's like this uh, endless feed of inspiration. And uh, I agree. You know, the list of people that I've met um, through, uh, and it's probably a bit bigger than just social media, but um, through the internet, um, through these new, new mediums, uh, is incredibly large. Uh, and uh, uh, so many projects that I've worked on uh, are actually all results from um, putting your work out there. And do you know, Bree, one of the interesting things, and I find this fascinating, this is very personal about me and my own work, that because uh, I, I run a business, um, it becomes my marketing. So uh, it would be remiss to say that I, I don't, I use, uh, not to say, but I, I do use social media as a, as a tool for marketing um, my business, which is teaching photography. So... Um, a fascinating thing happens is that your work attracts particular sorts of people. And uh, so often I'm out on a tour and one of the clients will turn around and say, Len, you have the nicest people on your workshops. And um, uh, I go, yeah, of course I do. <laughs> and uh, I've been reflecting on Humble that. And it's, um, uh, it's not a bragging right, but no. my work is uh, peaceful, creative and artistic. And it's not in your face and it's not a, uh, you know, they're not million dollar um, marketing shots for a location and uh, uh, they're not popular, um, but they appeal to people that are, are really fascinated in uh, unique creative art and uh, they come and they're gentle people. And uh, I, I've discovered over this time frame that it actually brings people that are interested and value my work into my life and therefore it just keeps increasing supporters or whether you like to call it fans or whatever term that you would like, but people that actively help 
hold me up today um, to keep doing my work. So it's become this incredibly huge support network uh, of people, uh, and it's not the the, the likes that matter. Uh, it's the friendships and the support that those friendships come back. And, and you know, n- knowing that when um, someone whose work that you really really value and have and their opinion that you value actually takes the time to comment on your work. I find that an incredibly lifting and motivating experience and uh, uh, it drives me forward to take more. And uh, one of my loves of digital photography is its speed, that I can be out and we can make work and you can put it up and it can be a a very, very quick, uh, amazing experience. Super fun. I love it. I absolutely love it. And, uh, you know, uh, I think, uh, yes, we should definitely concentrate um, more on the benefits and and how to use it in in a way that actually is helpful. Yeah. And I agree. And I will say one other thing, though. If all of these things, if you just feel a little bit tired, because I can see how someone would get tired of social media, right? And if you just feel a little bit tired, take a break. <laughs> Do you have you stepped away from social media for a bit? Uh, I'm still off Facebook. I haven't gone back, um, and uh, I'm so close to actually deleting my account. But I, I just uh, hear I, that I don't meta. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, um, metaverse. Uh, I, I, I've got sort of over the whole thing, and um, I, I spend more time on Instagram at the moment, and. Uh, I really want to get into Twitter and uh, uh, because of more of the conversational element there and also um, uh, because of the resharing and um, being able to um, uh, actually share people's work much more easily, which is something I personally struggle with Instagram. And, Brie, you probably have to teach me how to do it on there. Um, uh, I like showing you. <laughs> people's work that is inspiring to me. And that's actually the purpose of Lens Journal too, is to share uh, beautiful, beautiful work and, and to support them in that. That is a beautiful thing. Um, this this isn't even in our notes about about social media is the sharing aspect that we can see someone's work and then and then be able to say, hey, look at this, look at this amazing. Like you, we can be cheerleaders for each other, right? Look at this amazing stuff. It's a um, pay it forward process, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, oh, shoot, there was one other thing I was going to talk about, which is the, it's part of this taking a break, but like feeling like like understanding how often that we want to make a post and why we want to do it. Um, I've seen some people like apologize for like because oh they're like I've I've posted every single day for a month. I'm so sorry I missed a day. <laughs> And, wow. And, and, and folks, the truth is we there's so much stuff on there. Like we love you, but we didn't miss it. <laughs> so and so um and so that's that's the question that you have to answer for yourself. And that's the that is one of the questions that I ask myself is how often do I want to post? And I don't really make myself do it. I took off, I think I took off all last week. It was our it was our Thanksgiving. This is coming out in February, by the way, of 2021. So it takes a while to come out. But like I took off almost all last week 
And I didn't care. Like who cares? I didn't, I wasn't, I knew I wasn't going to post and that's okay. Cause you know why? Cause I don't like, even if it was for business, like I don't need that constant feedback. Right. And, um, and that constant, like, uh, constant grab for like followers and likes. I mean, I get the algorithm, totally get it. Right. So just, this is just for me, what I do. If you want to post every single day and you love it, totally do that. Right. So this goes back to our brains. Like how, why do we want to do it? How often, how do we want to use it? How often do we want to post all of those things? Thoughts uh, on that, Lynn? I think this the, one of the great summaries for today is a, a, a great intention with social media is to use it for your benefit. And uh, one of the benefits is uh, uh, interaction with other people. So rather than lurking and, and not interacting, but actually joining in and starting new conversations and uh, uh, seeing where they take you and uh, uh, there's so many testimonies of, of where, um, uh, what wonderful things that they have done uh, for so many people. Uh, yeah, on a good note, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So I will leave us with this quote from Guy Tal from his uh, new book. It's called Another Day Not Wasted. Love that title. Um, he actually has an, a little essay about social media. And he says, um, he says in this one, consider carefully what part of your art is about you as an individual and be sure to protect that part from whatever social aspects of photography, he's a photographer, you partake in, insert whatever art you do. Okay. It may be tempting to spend your time discussing or arguing various aspects of photography online, but be sure to see, set regular checkpoints for yourself to stop every so often, even in the midst of a heated debate and ask yourself, is this helping me grow as a photographer, as an artist, as a person? I love that question. How is it helping you grow? I also have some other questions that I ask myself on a rather frequent basis because, um, because of all this talk about social media being negative, I've put some little checks for my own self in. So I ask myself these, like some of these questions, what is my purpose in sharing today? What am I going to think when people like or comment on my post? And do I still like doing it? Mm. Mm. They're fantastic that. questions. I, I think you should pop them in the show notes, Bree. Um, I will. If you don't mind, because uh, I think they're worth reflecting on and actually holding in our mind um, uh, as we, you know, question the validity and the value of things that uh, – Use up our time, and as a guy says, we don't want to waste another day in in doing so. And uh, asking such good questions is a such an important thing to do. Beautiful. Let's end there, <laughs> Len. Mm. Thank you for such another another really lovely conversation <laughs> about social media. <laughs> How can we have a lovely conversation about social media? I think we just did. I have really always come away from these feeling really inspired. Um, I have a lot of energy when I'm done, and it's it's just it's just a beautiful thing. So we have a question for you. Um, how do you use social media, and how could you use it in an intentional way? 
we'd love for you to answer that. Ask a friend, message a friend and talk about it. Like we want you, we'd love for you to have these discussions. Message us. So we invite you to do that and have the conversations with other people and um, and also with us, right? You can email us. I said before, it's uh, create at a creative affair podcast.com. We welcome the conversation. Like really, we'd love to have that with you. We love we love exploring creativity with each other and with all of you. So um, I talked a lot today, well, a lot today about some clients and about some mind work. I just love being a life coach for creatives. I absolutely love it. And um, I have a program. It's a 10-week program. It's called Dream It, Do It. I love it. I, I, the, in this program, I help creatives identify and overcome obstacles to becoming happier artists, uh, grow more satisfied with their work, and live the creative lives of their dreams. Could be in business, could be your work in general, um, whatever creative life that you dream of, we can, we can create that. So you can go to my website, www.creativemindscoach.com. You can sign up for a free discovery call. It's free. Come on and chat with me about what you've been dreaming of. Let's go. Let's make it happen. Oh, beautiful. Um, I, I feel I, I'm growing in our podcast and, and that's a, such a beautiful thing. And uh, I love our conversation so much. And uh, uh, it's so wonderful that it's uh, getting out to people and we're getting such uh, wonderful responses from, from everyone. Uh, I know I'd be signing up for a free call. Um, uh, we'll have to. Ha- Actually, I get my own little private one each time we we start, don't I, Bree? But <laughs> yes, you do, hundred percent. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, without the internet, social media, and these new amazing mediums, Bree and I wouldn't have met, and this podcast wouldn't be here. So, um. I think we live in a mind-blowing time and uh, all sorts of amazing things, uh, good and bad, are going on uh, around the world. Uh, and, and having you, Bree, in my life is uh, oh so wonderful. <laughs> I just love blew the time. Little, that, I just yes. blew him a little creative affair kiss. I know. <laughs> and I, I felt that. And uh, I love our affair. And uh, – we have such a wonderful time preparing these and then recording them is, is so much fun and uh, uh, it's great to have a new friend. And I think that that's one of the special things about social media is uh, making uh, these special friends. Special friends. Uh, I've been teaching a lot on the internet over the last two years. Uh, I was lucky enough to have been working on an e-school pre-COVID and was able to launch my uh, uh, distance school during uh, the early days of lockdown. Uh, I have loved being able to connect and teach and mentor people from throughout the whole world. In the process, I've collected a huge mass of video recordings of teaching about photography. Over 100 hours, mainly on creativity, on creative composition and, and being an artist. And you can find those and my online courses and uh, the ones where we meet in person at lensschool.com. 
com, and it's, there's two S's in the middle because it's my school, Len's school. <laughs> uh, I changed my name. I was uh, I was Leonard. Everyone called me Len, but I, I decided that Len's school was better than Leonard's school. So um, uh, I'm very fortuitous to be a Len. Anyway, uh, as always, links to everything are in the show notes, uh, uh, or you can visit us at a creativeaffairpodcast.com. If you enjoyed this uh, episode, be sure to subscribe or follow us on your favourite podcast app. I, I, I use the Apple one and I listen to us on the Apple one when it comes up. And uh, you can follow us and, and communicate with us on Instagram as well. Uh, we're on there we are, a creative affair underscore podcast. Well, Bree, uh, until next time, uh, have fun with your gorgeous photography, your beautiful art, and all your various creative passions that inspire us all. Uh, I wish you well. And for now, it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye, Len. Goodbye, everyone.